So good morning, everyone. So as I was preparing to um, be with you all this morning after I just had my morning sit here, and as I was getting up and kind of getting ready with the room and things, I happened to look out the window. And we, I think last night, had the uh, last full moon of 2020. And over here on the Ashland Hills, the moon is just setting with these very delicate streams of clouds glowing in an early morning sky. Just so beautiful, it really touched me. And I had this sense of maybe wherever you are, even if it's later in the morning, maybe you saw the full moon last night. Maybe you uh, can still see it now. So just an appreciation of this shared world that we're in. So this morning I'm going to teach about feeling tone. And I'll, I'll just say a few things. It's nice to have an orientation to feeling tone or Vedana before we head into the guided practice. So I'll just say a few things, maybe 10 minutes or so, and then we'll practice together. So Vedana or affective quality, hedonic tone is the second foundation in the Satipatthana practice of the four foundations of mindfulness. So yesterday, you're beautifully guided by Tuere and body and breath. It's the first foundation. Second foundation is Vedana. And this is an interesting one because it's not obvious and yet really important because the Buddha included it as one of the four foundations of our mindfulness practice. And one of these practices that leads us on the direct path as Pam mentioned last night. So what is Vedana? And I know many of you will be familiar, but I'll talk a little bit about it for those of you who don't know. And just to say, I'm drawing quite a bit from Bhikkhu Analeo's work. He's a German monk who was trained in the Sri Lankan early Buddhist tradition. So feeling, it's not an emotion. Vedana doesn't have to do with all the complexities of the emotional body and the emotional landscape. It's much simpler than that. So I'll just read you. This is in the Satipatthana. This is what the Buddha says. When feeling a pleasant feeling, one knows I feel a pleasant feeling. When feeling a painful feeling, one knows I feel a painful feeling. When feeling a neutral feeling, one knows I feel a neutral feeling. So Vedana is just those three hedonic tones, pleasant, unpleasant, and neutral. Or in the Pali, neutral is not pleasant or unpleasant. Adukka masuka, not unpleasant, not pleasant, neutral. So why is paying attention to these feeling tones in our experience, why is it important? In the Abhidhamma, the Buddhist psychology, we're taught that Vedana arises in every mind moment. So there are 10 universal, I won't go through all of them, but there's 10 universals that arise in every moment, which include attention, intention, which is why intention is so important, consciousness, 
And also Vedana, this particular tone or affective quality. And often they go by unnoticed because this right here with Vedana is how conditioning happens. We feel a pleasant feeling and we have a reaction to it. We feel an unpleasant feeling and we have a knee-jerk reaction to it. And we mostly don't even notice neutral. Ignoring is usually our knee-jerk reaction to neutral. And this is pretty universal. When you think about pleasant experience, we want that. So our reaction is wanting. Unpleasant is pushing away. We don't like it. And the neutral boredom or just ignoring. And this, the Buddha taught, is actually how we stay in this cycle of, of difficulty, really, that we're just constantly reacting without even knowing to all of these kind of pushes. We're pushed and pulled by Vedana. And this keeps us stuck in, in craving and then clinging and then building an identity around that. So this practice, this invitation to be with the pleasant and unpleasant in neutral tones of each experience is actually a key to cutting that cycle. It's actually quite, quite soft and startling when we start to get used to feeling neutral and not, or feeling any Vedana and not reacting, not being driven on that, not pushed on that cycle. So we really can train to just be with the bare quality of experience. There's this very beautiful sutta I love. There's a, a story about um, an ascetic, Bahia, who was known as the one who wore bark. He was so renunciate. He just had a bark suit. And he was very renowned for his practice. And he thought, am I enlightened yet? And am I, am I an arhant? And the story goes that a celestial being came down and said, Bahia, you're a good practitioner, but you're not yet enlightened. You're not fully enlightened yet. But if you find the Buddha, you can be. So Bahia was very devoted. He had a deep longing, deep intention, strong aspiration. So he went walking uh, from where he was to the Buddha, just straight direct. I think he probably walked through the night because he found the Buddha early in the morning during the Buddha's alms round. The Buddha was um, gathering his morning meal. And Bahia said, please teach me the Dharma. I want to be free. And the Buddha said, no, it's not a good time yet. I'm gathering my alms. Wait till later. And Bahia would not have no for an answer. So he asked again, please, please. And the Buddha said, no, Bahia, it's not a time. Not the right time. And a third time, Bahia said, please teach me the Dharma because we don't know how much time we have. He had a deep understanding of impermanence. So upon the third request, the Buddha taught Bahia a very simple teaching. Many of you might know this. He said, Bahia, in the seen, only the seen. In the heard, only the heard. In the felt, only the felt. And in the cognized, only the cognized. And when you rest in the simplicity of this bare experience, there is no you there, no you here, and no you in between. So that's the power of this very simple noting of experience, which includes Vedana. 
it points directly to impermanence, the very, uh, it's like a flickering quality, pleasant, pleasant, unpleasant, neutral, 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 pleasant. We're just feeling these drops of Vedana like rain on water moment by moment. And when we're with that very deep truth of impermanence, where is the person out? Where is the person? Becomes impersonal. So we see the impermanence of things. We see the impersonality, the impersonal quality of things. And we also perhaps see the unreliability. We can't control this flickering flow of Vedana pushing us around here and there. It's the nature of having a body and having a mind. So Bhikkhu Nalio offers us this reflection that we can feel Vedana in our bodies. And as we're really tuned in to this particular uh, piece of our moment by moment experience, what we notice is that there's actually quite a lot of unpleasant in the body that we're wanting to shift and scratch an itch and get something to drink and we're driven by hunger and other bodily needs that when we tap into it, there's actually kind of an underlying physical, uh, maybe even subtle unpleasant Vedana. And this can actually help us see into the truth of this body as unreliable. That we want to take care of our body, but we can be a little bit less hooked into being comfortable, like trying to get exactly the perfect comfortable position because we know it will change. We know these bodies just continue to bump along <laughs> in their somewhat uncomfortable way. And so he invites us instead, well, of course we need to learn to be with discomfort with some measure of balance, a lot of kindness. And I'll talk in just a minute about working with physical pain, but also as a counterpoint, if we look at the Vedana, the tone of the mind when it's present, when it's right here in the moment, as we've been inviting you to do, there's actually a, a subtle, pleasant tone to that experience. And I'm sure you've all had this even in the past few days. We like it when we're awake, when the mind is here even if it's in a body that's maybe slightly uncomfortable, there's a, a pleasant Vedana in the mind and in the heart. And noticing this is very important because it's actually a healthy kind of, oh, leaning into the present feels good to us. That helps us keep practicing. That helps us stay inspired. Not craving, not clinging to that experience, but just a quiet, joy maybe even of being present. So neutral is also important to notice because we so often ignore it. And in our practice today, we'll work through those, these three tones. And throughout the day, if you like, just a, a curiosity about all of these neutral tones that we're overlooking. And how is it to become more and more aware 
of the kind of normal, banal, mundane experience that we have so often, usually predominant. Sometimes our response can be boredom when we first start noticing a lot of neutral Vedana. So I would invite a lot of curiosity. Curiosity is a good antidote for boredom. What is neutral like? Does it become unpleasant when we're bored? What can you discover and learn about neutral Vedana? Okay, so just one last note about working with pain in the body. And this also applies to working with pain in the heart and the emotional landscape. So you might, after a full day of sitting and walking yesterday, you might be working with some pain. And so Vedana can be a good place to start. If you're really noticing difficulty, can we strip it down and just notice, you can use the mental note unpleasant. And if it's helpful to use other notes, twisting, aching, pressure, that can be helpful as well. We're getting down to that instruction, the Bahia Sutta, in the felt, only the felt. So this first invitation often with difficulty in the body is to see if you can be just with the bare experience. So we don't want to push it. This is not masochism, but it can be really fruitful to, to build our resilience, to build our ability to just be with the bare sensation and things happen then. Then we might notice the impermanence of it. It might go away and it might get worse. And so this is a very gentle and subtle instruction. And what I want you to do is pendulate. So touch into the bare sensation of the difficulty before you get overwhelmed, go to a more neutral object of attention, whether that's breath or the feeling of your sit bones on the floor, some neutral place in the body, hands sometimes, feet, sounds. So this pendulation, when we touch into the place where it hurts, and then more neutral object helps us keep balance in the mind. Same thing with a difficult emotion, noticing the hedonic tone. If it's an unpleasant emotion, noting that. And see how that cuts the story. Often we have lots of reactivity and story going in the mind, but when we come back to Vedana, it helps us cut that story. Staying with the bare experience of the emotion in the body and then really toggling back and forth between what is difficult, if it's a difficult emotion, and then a more neutral object. So we're building wisdom that feels, oh, when I'm getting overwhelmed, I know what to do. I can take care of myself by shifting my attention. I can go back in with some curiosity. So all of this is done within a huge field of care. A lot of kindness for yourself, a lot of understanding. We're all in it together. This is the human experience. Okay. So shall we practice with this together? Yeah. Good. I see a lot of fresh faces. I think the practice is already working. <laughs> so some of you might already be in your posture. And even this, the, the meditation has begun. So noticing how you know how to care for yourself, getting warm under your blanket, feeling a stable base in your 
folded legs or feet on the floor. And feeling the support of the couch or the seat beneath you. And as you turn inside, can we even now feel this gentle friendliness for ourselves? This body, heart, and mind just doing its best. And just this can be very simple. And so as you feel your inner landscape, perhaps starting with bodily sensation, Just inviting a kind of exploration inside. Where do you feel pleasant Vedana in your body right now? It might be in the movement of breath. It might be in feeling a stability in the ground below you, the places where your body is touching the earth. You might be in feeling an open and relaxed belly. It might be in the drop of the shoulders. And as we tune into pleasant sensation in the body, there's nothing else to do. So it can be very simple, just noting pleasant and feeling the very swift, very changing, very rapid nature of Vedana. Might feel pleasant here, pleasant there. Pleasant tingle of energy. Noticing its impermanent quality.
And now we'll shift our attention. And I'll invite you to notice unpleasant Vedana in the body. But, and notice how even now your mind might just be jumping right to that place that's been aching. The one difficulty you've been working with this whole time. And what I'll invite is actually looking for more subtle unpleasant. So instead of just jumping right to the place that feels perhaps the most painful, we'll be noticing just a slight ache here, a little itch there. A sense of, oh, I could be a little more upright, you know, the sense of wanting to tweak, slight adjustments, a little bit of tension in the jaw perhaps. We're noticing this body often has just these very subtle pushes. Push here, push there. Noticing quiet, unpleasant Vedana in the body and really staying awake to how the mind responds. Can you notice the shift from bare Vedana, just unpleasant, to shifting into not liking? Is there aversion in the mind in response? It's a subtle, unpleasant Vedana in the body. So we're playing here. Notice if you're getting serious and can lighten up. It's always good to lighten up in practice. And just know we're just exploring, no right way. And this kind of playful attitude. Okay, can I stay just with bare Vedana without the stories and the elaborations? And so now bringing in the third hedonic tone, this neutral quality in the body. And even just bringing this interest and curiosity is a kind of antidote to the ignoring that we often do with neutral Vedana. So how is it to get really interested in where you feel neutral, uh, a neutral tone a neutral sensation in the body, neither pleasant nor unpleasant. And just staying really open to how the mind responds.
when feeling a neutral feeling, one simply knows this is a neutral feeling. It's all there is to do. So now moving from the physical, the physical field to the mental field, you can also notice Vedana in the mind. So you might notice a particular mood that is pleasant or unpleasant or neither, or noticing the affective tones of thought. And if there's a strong emotion, can we be with this simple, this hedonic quality to it? Just in a very gentle way, staying in touch with the body and knowing you can always pendulate if you get too overwhelmed with any particular emotion happening. And just this quiet, very simple, kind of bare experience of Vedana in the heart and the mind. And perhaps trusting that we're cultivating this subtle, pleasant quality when we're in the present moment. That right here, there might be a, a more open kind of allowing, a little more calm, Maybe some interest, a lot of courage. So trusting your practice and just exploring a bit with Vedana. You can always come back to the body if you like. How is this working on the, the heart-mind level as well?
When you notice the push of Vedana, you can choose not to be driven by it. And right there is where we learn about conditionality. Learning that there is freedom, this freedom right here that Pam pointed to. And not following our knee-jerk reactions to Vedana. And just staying poised and clear, knowing what's here, what's now. No need to elaborate. In the seen, only the seen. In the heard, only the heard. In the felt, only the felt.
when you rest in the bare experience, bodily sensations, seeing, hearing, feeling, there's no you there, no you here, no you in between. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.